Hey, well, welcome back, everybody, and welcome to anybody listening for the first time. Um, This is the Northside Christian Church Care Team Podcast for April 15th, and this is our 31st episode, believe it or not. And as always, uh, our scripture is Romans 12, 2, change your mind, change your life. And uh, today we're excited. We have a guest. Yeah, so we're, we are so excited. Um, uh, Michael Chanley, our children's pastor here at Northside, is, is here joining us. And we are just so excited to have him on here with us uh, during this episode. Uh, before we get started, though, uh, Michael, you just want to introduce yourself a little bit? Tell us a little about yourself. And uh, Yeah, sure. Um, where to begin? Um, my name is Michael Chanley. I grew up in southern Indiana, so I'm a native here. Uh, my first job uh, out, well, I was in the Marine Corps. So when, when I joined the Marine Corps, All right. uh, yeah. got, got thanks for your service. Uh, yeah, thanks. It was a blessing to serve mostly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was actually a really great, it was great for me. But anyways, yeah. uh, when I got out of the Marines, um, uh, and I got saved in the Marines, I started serving at a church in Southern Indiana, mm-hmm. uh, and then have worked at one other church besides Northside and been here for three years in June awesome. and happy to be here. It's really well, great. We're, we're glad to have you on today and, and uh, glad to get to work alongside you. And so this will be exciting, but I know Tommy yeah. in Tommy fashion has a start for us today. <laughs> yes. And so we're going to, we're going to call this kids say what, you know, so basically uh, as we get started here, um, uh, we're, we're, we have a couple surveys here of the, the favorite things for that kids like, you know, like to do whatever. And so we're going to see if Tom and Michael can, can guess what's on the top 10 list. So, uh, so we're going to start with the top 10 kid movies of all time. Guest first. Yeah. Top 10 kids movies. Yeah. Like, so it's got to be on the of, list. Top 10 of all time. So yeah. not poltergeist. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was actually one of my favorite names when I was growing up. So I'm guessing that <laughs> maybe that says something about me there. there. Yeah. Uh, maybe the little mermaid. Uh, no, not on there. Negative. Oh. Okay. Yeah. All dogs go to heaven. No, neither what? one of them. What? Okay, kids. Wait, wait, wait. So the kids who are surveyed, is this today's kids or kids? Uh, at- this is as of 2019. So. Okay, okay. Okay. Favorite kids movies of all time. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's <laughs> probably something. How old are these kids? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's Rotten Tomatoes. So yeah. yeah. And what are their parents letting them watch? Yeah, I, don't yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's The Grinch uh, That Stole Christmas. Negative. Wow. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a different direction. I'm gonna go like Star Wars. No. no. All right, Tommy, okay, you're gonna okay, have okay, to give okay. us no, one. No, no, All right, no, so I'll, I'll, I got one. I got okay, one go, more. Go more. All right, I'm gonna go Iron Man. Iron Man. <laughs> Close. You're you're in the oh wow world. Wow, uh, Spider Man. Then yeah, yeah. Here's Spider the trick, Man. Right? Spider Man's on there. Into Superman. the Spider Verse. Oh, okay, yeah. of course. Here's the trick: yeah. is like when you say kids. You're surveying kids about movies. Like you're talking about a wide demographic. Yes. Yeah. Like and so it could be anything from. Uh, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of a, um, a recent kids movie. That, um, what was the one with the little voices in her head? Um, I don't remember <laughs> oh, the yeah. name of it, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Inside Out. Inside Out. Yeah, yeah. Inside Out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good, good job. So, good job, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, so he got yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. We'll, okay. we'll give it to you. But when you this say all where... time, I'm thinking of like. I a... think he got two. I think Iron I... Man was really yeah, close. Yeah, yeah. I'll give him two. I, I, I think him. he did. All right, top ten foods of all time that kids love. I'm going first on this. Chicken nuggets, man. Come on. Chicken nuggets are on there. Yes. Yeah, I was gonna say chicken nuggets. I'll go with pizza. Pizza's on there. Yeah. Mac and cheese. Mac and cheese is on there. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Ice cream. Ice cream is not on there. The not trick on there. is what these. I, 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 these kids. <laughs> right. The trick is that these are foods that we still like. That's why we're getting this one. Yeah. 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 Well, in, 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 sure. in all fairness, it's 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 predominantly savory things. Okay. Okay. Uh, French fries. 
French Ooh, fries. that's got to be on there. No, actually, what? probably not. That's no. weird. What's no, wrong? that's that's not normal. No. Uh, What's wrong with these kids? Now, now I'm lost. Now <laughs> you've got me thrown off. I'm going to go uh, cheeseburger. I'll give you a hamburger. Okay, so, yeah, okay. Yeah. Then hot right. dogs. Hot dogs are on there. Yeah, All right. for sure. Okay. All right, we got most Couple of that of them, list. Right? Uh, with peanut butter and jelly. Okay. Uh, chicken noodle soup, grilled cheese, and spaghetti. I would have not gotten chicken noodle soup. Yeah, that was... Yeah, yeah I wouldn't have gotten that. All right, and then what are some of the best activities for kids in... Tw- As of 2018, <laughs> what were some of the best activities for kids uh, for the summer? Mm. Video games. The yeah, I'll Negative. Negative? Really? Yeah. Then this then this was the parents and not the kids <laughs> surveyed. <laughs> yeah, this is a this is probably a parent survey. Yeah. Yeah. Are these real kids that go outside? <laughs> yeah. <or> yeah. <laughs> are these fictitious kids? Go yeah, ahead, no. Michael. I I, I I didn't I don't make up the rules. I'm just reporting the news. So. Um, kids activities during summer. Yeah. Swimming. Uh, Come on now. Not in the top ten. These are like kids who live in Alaska. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Uh, Cutting ice out for their igloo. No, he said it was actually that's number two. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. No, give us some, man. Okay, okay. So, so one is a local tennis camp. Oh come on! Another one says here, (laughs) going to a county fair, uh, backyard camping. This is what I think. Michael, Michael, and heroes. Tom get all the points today, and Tommy gets a zero, zero from okay. where he all gets right. his information. All right, no Tommy, said, no said. Tommy's, Tommy's uh, like hey. going to Boomer's Digest to get his, <laughs> hey, to get his surveys. <laughs> look, I don't, I don't make the news. I'm just top, reporting it. Top number one, Polo Club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're rough. We're rough, yeah, Michael. Yeah, I'm no, sorry, no, Tommy. No, I'm sorry. It was actually synchronized swimming. So just make sure you get it right. Uh, no, uh, so but we can't be more excited to have Michael here with us, and uh, we we just want to we just want to bring him in because a lot of folks you know a lot of folks in the care community may or may not know much about our, our children's ministry, and so we just want to partner with them. Uh, we want to take this opportunity just to to talk about you know uh, Michael's department and his philosophy for ministry, and, and some things coming up. So so uh, Michael, I know you talked a little about uh, your your background, but but how, how is how is your background and how is your education and your experience? And just, you know, your relationship with God shaped your philosophy of ministry when it comes to guiding children? Uh, yeah, for sure. That's a great question. Um, so I should add, um, I have three kids. Mm-hmm. Um, two of them are adults. Uh, my son went from uh, graduated college, engaged, married, and mortgaged in less than a year. Wow. So he, oh, just, wow. he wow. just helped him move yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I have a son and two daughters, uh, youngest is 16, and one wife for 26 years. Awesome. Um, and, uh, and the reason I share that is because it's in context to what I grew up in. I grew up in a very blended family. Um, mm. By the time Rose and I were married, mm. uh, her parents and my parents were all in their third marriages, two married wow. to people who were at least on their second or third marriage. Okay. And so we came from very um, uh, blended, at least, uh, yeah. broken in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. families. And so when I got saved, uh, one of the things I really committed to was that my kids wouldn't have the same pain and have the same experiences that I had. Yeah. The negative ones, at least. And, yeah. um, and so uh, that really was what God, what God used, I think, in a lot of ways to, to wake my heart up mm-hmm. and then made it my calling for ministry. And, and that's, that's why I care about children's ministry is because it's not, mm-hmm. gosh, it's not at all about child minding like I, I just don't, I'm not, we don't do child care. We, yeah. we teach kids about Jesus and give them hope. Mm-hmm. 
Michael, thanks so much for that answer. I wanted to follow up and give you maybe an opportunity to expand a little bit on your history and experience, but also ask you a question. And one of the things I think about, we think about this in care, is that we don't have one type of person. And and I know in kids' side, you don't have one kind of family or one family makeup. You have single parents. You've got kids being raised by their grandparents, maybe a foster parent, a guardian, plus intact families. And so talk a little bit more about your history, your philosophy, and dealing with, you know, you, you don't have a ministry that can be one size fits all. Sure. Um, you know, in a lot of ways, like the kids who come into the doors at our church today, um, they're, they're kind of like me. I, I, I tell people I, I grew up pagan, I grew up feral. So we didn't go to church. And I didn't really have a lot of parenting um, uh, poured out intentionally into me unless there was a crisis. Um, my mm-hmm. grandparents uh, did their best to instill some values into me, and so I learned my work ethic from them. Um, but honestly, I kind of rejected everything my parents had to say because of, uh, because of the examples that they set. And mm-hmm. I, I love them, um, so I don't mean that in any way to dishonor them. Uh, this is stuff that we've worked out in counseling. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so um, so anyways, uh, you know, the kids who come through the doors at our church are, are a lot like that. Um, Kids are raised by the internet and by our culture as much as they are by our parents. Mm-hmm. Um, they are influenced by the church when they come here. And so what we do in our ministry is we try to, um, uh, what's the, what, I'm trying to think of the best way to explain it. What, what we try to do is we try to come alongside of families and give the kids a good experience with church that helps mm-hmm. them to awaken um, to the Holy Spirit and to connecting with God uh, yeah. in a unique way that's that's unique to them, uh, that partners with the family, uh, regardless of what the family is like. If the family is, you know, a single mom or a grandparent or uh, a traditional family, wh- whatever traditional is, then then we want to come alongside of them. And so when the kids are here, they're learning about Jesus uh, in a way that's age-relevant so that when they go home with their family, hopefully, hopefully their family is really building on that and building into it. Does that I know make sense? I've, I know I've heard our lead pastor Nate talk about this and I'd love to hear just kind of your thoughts and maybe you explain this out a little bit. But Nate'll say often that uh, our kids are our primary ministry or our first um, responsibility and discipleship is to our kids. And I really like the idea that we're trying to move away from this model, I think for a long time where it was come drop your kids off at church. And it's almost as if the church was going to do the parenting, right? And and I know that you guys do a great job, and and you mentioned this in wanting to look more like a partnership and right. doing it together. I love that. Uh, I love that idea. Just you know, instead of saying, "Hey, we, we got your kid's spiritual health," it's like, let, "Let's, yeah, let's come alongside the parents." Yeah, I mean, I think part of what Nate's talking to is um, the seemingly hypocritical um, way we can look at families in the church who their children grow up and fail and run away from the Lord. And, mm-hmm. and so what he, I think what he's speaking into is the fact that if as people in the church, we can't raise children who want to follow after us, what does that say about how we reared them, how, how we influenced them? Mm-hmm. Did we influence them in the things that matter? A lot of times people get wrapped up in our cultural ideas of success. And we, you know, we really push our kids to be good in sports. We push our kids to be good, um, to be good with the girls, if you will, to be good um, in success in business and things like that, and all these things that are our culture, but we don't put the same emphasis in their spiritual development, and I think that's a huge miss. And um, I think that's what Nate's talking about when he says um, that our first priority is our ministry to our children. And if we can't do discipleship within our own doors, in the and you know, um, 
Paul writes about this when he's writing to Timothy about mm-hmm. how to find good leaders in the church. He's talking about, you know, your your family and what happens in your home is a is the litmus test of are you a good leader? Are are you yeah. an example to be followed? And yeah. you know, so we we have to focus on that as families. And we can absolutely mess it up and there's plenty of grace uh, for us to go back and fix it. Um, we can come from a messed up place and we can we can build on to it. We do not have to carry on the sins of our past generations, we can make a difference. Yeah. And uh, we do that through our kids. That's great. And well, I don't, I don't want to make an open invitation to care ministry. You're, you're, you sound, <laughs> you sound very care ministry today. Yeah. So you're always welcome I, in care ministry. I am 100% yeah. very care ministry focused. That's why I, I I, every time I get a chance, I'm pointing people your way. So a uh, huge fan of what you guys do. Well, and I, I like your point too, you know, like when, when Jesus says, you know, love God and love your neighbor, it's like your very first neighbor is your spouse. Yeah. And then your second neighbor is your child, you know? And so it's like, yes, we need to, you know, loving others is great, but if we're not loving our spouse and our child, then, you know, the rest of it, it's just, it's not going to make sense. It's going to be all over the place. Things are going to come out sideways. It's just, yeah, it's not, it's not the, the plan that God has. You know, it's, I think it's in Matthew 18, Jesus, Jesus said it'd be better for someone to be, uh, to have a millstone tied upon their neck and thrown into the water than to turn a child away from God, right? Yes. yes. And I'm, yes. I'm paraphrasing there, sure. but but a lot of people hear that and think, oh, wow, I'd be terrible to be drowned. But the real meaning behind that has, it's much more deeper than just that. Like a yeah. millstone in a community was how they ground flat corn and wheat into, mm-hmm. fl- well, I guess not corn because corn came from the Americas, but f- wheat into, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> into flour to yeah. make bread, right? Mm-hmm. And so literally Jesus was saying it would be better for you to have this thing that is used for your whole community to eat mm-hmm. tied around your neck and your whole community starve than this one person to be, mm-hmm. to be, uh, to lead a child away from God. And so it's like, it's this huge weight. Um, and it's a huge burden. I think a lot of times people they look at what happens with kids in the church, and they just think of it as as childcare. Oh, I'm just dropping my kids off. Oh, they're just going to play games. When it is, it's so much more than that. Like they're yes, they are playing games. Yes, they're having fun because we want them to have fun. You can have fun and experience God and grow into God, but they're also learning very, very foundational truths about who God is and God loves them and and God died for them. I mean, like that's a that's some heavy weighty stuff. And kids can um, do really really great things for the Lord and ministry, even at a young age. Yeah. Help folks listening, Michael, that maybe are new to Northside, or maybe they come here, they don't have kids, or they're thinking about looking for a church. Talk about the age groups, how things are sort of split up, how you guys do your programming. I know you have some sort of, um, and Tommy has spoken to this before on podcasts, but specialty ministries for kids who have some extra struggles, things like that. But maybe mm-hmm. talk about what we offer. Sure. Uh, so our ministry, uh, Kidside, which is our children's ministry, we call it Kidside, like yeah. Northside. Um, it goes from birth to fifth grade. And so as soon as a kid is, I think it's, it's either six weeks or eight weeks. Sorry, I can't remember exactly off the top of my head. Um, yeah. At that age, uh, they can be dropped off in the nursery. In the nursery, we pray over the kids. We we comfort the kids. I, like they're, they're being um, in the nursery, even at that age, they're mm-hmm. being cared for in an age-relevant way. Yeah. Um, the nursery is probably the closest we have to something that is like a child care because it's like there's not a whole lot of teaching you can do. But we we make an effort and we teach the kids, you know, hey, we're going to pray and hey, let's let's That's talk great. through this. And yeah, so even at that early age, like we are we are pouring into them spiritual stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, go into a, what we call Discover Town, which is our, our preschool ministry. It's 18 months to three or four years old, depending on I guess at least four years old, sometimes five, depending on the time of the year. Mm-hmm. Then they go to our pre-K um and kindergarten group, and then our first grade, second grade group, 
and then our third through fifth grade ministry. And in, in each of those environments, there, there are subtle changes in what happens in their small group. Mm-hmm. Um, every single age um, from, uh, I guess, from our two-year-olds up gets a small group experience. So we, we believe in community so much and in connecting them to one another yeah. um, that we really make that a big part of what we're doing. Um, they get uh, a large group lesson and a, um, a message for them, and then we do special events and stuff too. I love it. Well, and I know with summer coming up, you know, we were talking earlier today as a staff about uh, some of the kid conferences and things like that. Uh, you know, I, I just want to give you a moment to kind of unpack that for anybody listening so they know what's offered. And I think if I remember right, is there an early bird special as well on one yeah, of those? Yeah, um, there's, you can save, um, I, I think it's like 25 bucks or something if you register early for the children's ministry. Um, it, we, we're calling it uh, Kidside Camp. Um, okay. It's it's kind of like a three day vacation Bible school because it's not an overnight camp. It's yeah, going, yeah. And okay. it's on campus. Yeah. Uh, it'll be tons of fun. It's our people running it and mm-hmm. and putting it all together. It's um, the theme is dive, and mm-hmm. so it's kind of like an underwater. That's um, cool. It'll be it'll be fun. Um, it's June 21, 23. Um, really, the the big thing you know in terms of the price though is like please like, you know by all means do not let the you know oh, I need to save twenty five bucks register early be the thing that stops you from coming. If, if you need help paying for that, I know absolutely um, the 75, I think it's $75, a hundred dollars. Um, like if that becomes a problem or if your family has a lot of kids and you want them all to come, please let us know. Um, it, it is for kids who have graduate, who've <laughs> graduated, who've completed kindergarten up through completed fourth grade. Mm-hmm. And then the kids who've completed fifth grade go to the, the um, and I, I'll just camp. offer right now, care ministry would love to scholarship Absolutely. a couple people yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, we, we have, and we have a scholarship too. So like Great. there really is no reason why if someone like there's no financial reason that someone could say I can't. Yeah, please, can't please don't, please don't say I, 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 we couldn't go because it was a financial burden. Uh, we, we want to have that conversation and help out any way we can. Yeah, for sure. Before I forget to mention it, and, I, and there's got to be some folks listening that are concerned about this. Tell me um, how things have changed under COVID nineteen restrictions mm-hmm. and COVID, and what steps. I know you guys have worked really hard on making sure things are clean and sanitized and. Uh, just if you would talk about that a little bit, I know some folks are probably concerned about that that are listening. And maybe even just best practices, too, just like with the parents and what you're seeing with the kiddos. Kind of like the, the e-learning can be yeah stress. Sure. Yeah, for stressful. sure. So um, I think probably the, the b- biggest change that we've made is just being intentional about having all of our uh, content available online. Mm-hmm. So if a family is shut in for any reason or even if they're on vacation and they want to take advantage of it, yeah. um, we have a YouTube kids side channel. Oh, um, nice. We have a... Uh, Facebook uh, kids side group and uh, in either one of those environments you can connect with our content online mm-hmm. and remotely um, so it makes it really easy for families who maybe uh, you know kids who are living with grandparents uh, who maybe haven't been vaccinated yet or maybe they're they have health concerns they're not going out as much so that that's been the biggest change um, we already were really intentional about cleaning things we're, we're probably a lot more intentional now than what we used to be uh, in between services um, we keep the kids as much as possible, social distance. The, the state guideline for social distancing for children is three feet. Mm-hmm. So we've adapted to that. Um, all along the way, we've tried to either be one one step more conservative in terms of um, safety policies than the schools in the mm-hmm. system or right with them. Okay. Um, right now, we're, we're right with them. And okay. uh, the kids wear masks. We wear the rest of the church. Um, you know, I think now the masks are encouraged and uh, not required mm-hmm. uh, in our children's envir- environments because it's a smaller space and there's not as much room in the in the classrooms. Uh, we do st- still say they're required for kids four and up. And obviously, if a child has asthma or has any kinds of um, you know 
uh, medical issues or anything or, or kids who have autism, whatever. Like we, we yeah. don't, we don't require them for them because they, yeah. they can't. Um, sorry. And then Tom asked about that earlier. I realized I didn't mention it. We actually have a program for special needs kids called his kids. Mm-hmm. And, um, that special needs program is, uh, I think a bright spot for our church. Uh, there's so many families that, um, they avoid going to church because they have a child who has special needs. And we have a team of people who are fantastic and they will partner with your child uh, or a child and, uh, help them um, through service in a way that's relevant to their developmental need. Um, huge passion for me. I grew up with the special needs community. My brother's special needs guy, and um, and so like I, I love to see those families here and to mm-hmm. see them getting connected because I know um, there's not as much of a stigma now as as there used to be. But, but man, there yeah. was a, there is still a huge burden on families who have special needs kids. Well, and that that was that that, that that's something that um, you know if if you have a, a child who who has uh, uh, unique challenges or special needs uh, i can tell you that the, the the leadership the volunteers the staff they are a wonderful group of people and i can tell you from personal experience even before coming on staff that they've they've always been nothing but gracious uh, to me and my family uh, with the challenges we have with our son all the way from i think it was like k on up to now he's in eighth grade i mean it's just been huge blessing and I, I I can't say thank you enough to the to the children's staff right now and and, and mm-hmm. now he's in thanks. next gen and so really they they you guys do a really great job oh well, thanks yeah Tommy you're our engineer here I wanted to just make sure that we can do this so I don't want to offer it without asking yeah. but uh, Michael had mentioned some like a YouTube channel and some things can we can we get those links with the podcast would yes, we be yeah. able to yeah uh, and so we'll when this podcast goes up Michael we'll make sure those links are there and people can okay. tune in and yeah. and because um, that's exciting. I I'm, I'm love that you guys have. And that. they're on the website too. Yeah. On the okay. North Side right. website. Yeah. What we'll do is uh, we'll, we'll make sure we have links to to as as many things as we can possible, and we'll we'll connect it. And uh, you know, if there's something we missed, hey, if, if you're if you're checking this out and there's something you missed that that there or something we missed, uh, don't don't forget you can always comment too and and put the link on there as well. So we would mm-hmm. love to to have that on there. So I know we're, I know we're kind of coming to our time here, guys. Um, Michael, anything that you just want to, you know, tell people, uh, share about kids side, share about North side, share about yourself in the last couple minutes here. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, so, you know, my passion is, is family and helping, helping parents. I, I, I jokingly say I'm, I'm the children's pastor, but I, I never talk to children. I talk to leaders of children all the time. And, <laughs> and that's, that's because it's, that's intentional. That's my passion. Yeah, I, yeah. I absolutely, I love kids, but, um, I would much rather help push people forward and help them mm-hmm. get connected. Um, and honestly, see God use them in a powerful way in, in the life of a child. Like there was something yeah. special about taking a knee and teaching a kid about Jesus that I think changes the child, but also changes us and, and mm-hmm. helps us to um, uncover our gifting, help us to discover our gifting yeah. and, and call us into a deeper ministry, I think, with the Lord. Um, so really the biggest part of what we do as a children's ministry is, is leadership development. That's, that's like yeah. the biggest thing we do. Um, and you see that in uh, you see that in the age of our staff. I mean, we've got a very mm-hmm. young staff, uh, with the exception of a couple of us. Um, we're we're all you know uh, a bunch of a bunch of people who are new to ministry and um, who are, um, gosh, uh, people who came here and either served as an apprentice or serve mm-hmm. um, served with us in camps and and just found that they had a gifting and they had a calling to serve God and mm-hmm. they've. They've chosen to uh, to do that by serving kids, and it's yeah. it's a beautiful thing. I think it really is a unique opportunity. We have hundreds of people serve every weekend uh, teaching kids about Jesus, and I think that's a 
gosh, I think it's I think it's a great thing to see families doing that. Well, I, well, go, one, go one ahead, thing Tommy. I, I want yeah. to ask too is I know we talked a little about like the COVID protocol, but even just the general security protocol is really good. So if you're ever nervous about you know dropping your your your, your daughter or your son off and uh, you know, his or her security, can you can you talk just briefly about that? Everything from like the sure the you know vetting leaders and then checking people in and all that stuff, just to let them know that it's a it is a very safe process. It is for sure. Uh, you know. Unfortunately, we live in an environment where uh, we have to require every single person who serves in our ministry to have a background check, mm-hmm. and um, and we we do that um, for everyone, and then we we repeat those routinely. Yeah. Um, we also have uh, policies where the doors get locked at a certain place at a certain point just to keep the keep the environment secure. Um, mm-hmm. Every time a child is um, picked, uh, sorry, is dropped off uh, for children's church, we um, we require the family to check them in, and they get a unique code. Um, security tag for the kids to get um, checked in, and then that's how they're picked up. If the family doesn't have that tag when they pick them up, then they have to have a, a an ID and be affirmed by a, a staff member as having been the right person. So, yeah. you know, there's a lot of play, things like that in place. Um, mm-hmm. We we have other safety protocols. I mean, I could go into a long, long list oh, <laughs> of no, that no, kind no. of stuff. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's super intentional about being safe. And mm-hmm. the reason, that, this is the big thing, the heart behind the safety is we want families to feel like their kids are safe here mm-hmm. so that they'll trust us to be able to teach them about God. And if we if we can't provide a safe environment, then it's really hard to say, hey, we can teach your kids about Jesus, but you know, you have to be able to trust us first. So yeah. So yeah. We're, we're real intentional about yeah. that. No, you guys do it. You guys do a great job. So I, I wanted to just for folks listening who are kind of our, our typical care audience and going, well, you know, it's cool to learn about kids. And I just wanted to share that you know, we talk all the time about Romans 12, 2, and by the renewing of the mind, and we, we say, change your mind, change your life. And I want you to imagine a moment for those of you who have needed care ministry, who have needed Celebrate Recovery, who have needed some of our groups, Hurts, Habits, and Hangups. Think about if you had gotten good discipleship and teaching when you were young, what you might have been able to avoid, mm-hmm. what you might yep. not have needed to come to care ministry for healing over. Mm-hmm. And so I really, uh, because I think like a clinician, I really see kids programming, kids church, kids side as preventative. It's a, it's really a preventative medicine. An investment. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and sure. so appreciate so much what you do Ab- and the yeah. teaching that you offer and more specifically, just the love and care that you yeah. offer so that people know this is God. This is Jesus. This is where we are his hands and feet. And the way that we feel and treat and teach you is what Jesus wants for you. And yeah. so I'm so I, I, happy the thing about I, that. The thing, like, so I love that. I love the fact that you're you're pouring into kids mm-hmm. um, and giving them a fresh start, uh, helping them to maybe not make the same mistakes that, that some of us have made. I, I made a tremendous amount of mistakes as a young person. I didn't get saved until I was 21, mm-hmm. um, and that's when I accepted Christ. Um, but, man, if I had made that decision earlier, I, I, I believe had, been, had I been surrounded by a community of people who were good mentors, I'd been a completely different person. Um, I think that's true for kids now. I think a lot of us, like, we look in the mirror and we say, I could never teach someone about Jesus. Like I've made too many mistakes and that, that's just patently false. That's a lie yep. from the enemy and it's, it's completely false. And um, if you don't believe me, I would love to test you in it because I can, <laughs> I can show you, I can give you an example of someone who will look at you with pure eyes and who will not judge you because yeah. ki- kids just don't, they don't have the same judgment the world puts on us. Like mm-hmm. they, yeah. you, you tell a joke to kids and if they don't think it's funny, they don't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? Like it's, it's a, it's a refreshing thing to spend yeah. time with, with young people. 
Well, as we get a wrap up, uh, we're always reminded that, that prayer is primary. Prayer is the primary way we want to we want to lead with prayer. We want to close with prayer. We want to pray often, uh, pray without ceasing. So, Tom, would you mind closing us out? In prayer? I would love to. Okay. Thank you very much. Yeah. And Michael, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, with thanks. Us today. It was an honor. Yeah. Well, Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you for uh, ministers such as Michael that are pouring into our kids and offering love. And, and like he said, the, the leaders that he's pouring into are pouring into the kids. And Lord, we pray a blessing over Kidside, pray a blessing over Northside Christian Church, and Lord, a special blessing over those who haven't found their way to us yet, but, uh, but we know you have them on their way, and we're so grateful for that. Thank you for Tommy and the team, and, and Lord, for uh, Callie and Lori who weren't able to be with us today. We'll look forward to when they're back on the podcast. But Lord, be with all who are listening. May they get to know you more and more. May this uh, podcast be a bright spot in their life. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks again, Michael. And he, he's yeah, our children's you. pastor. If you haven't if you haven't met him, uh, please, you know, uh, reach out to him. Uh, he would love to, I know he'd love to have a conversation and, uh, and help serve you. But don't forget, you can join us every Thursday morning, 7 a.m. to catch this episode or others on Amazon Music, YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, or Apple Podcast. And as always, you can go to mynorsa.com slash care for additional resources. We love you guys, and we'll see you next week.